Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, happy Easter. Well, unhappy Easter, thanks to the New York Yankees, going down the Camden Yards and laying an absolute egg, really, of a weekend. I mean, of, I mean yeah, they did get one win out of it, you know, dropped two out of three. But really, it just feels like they got swept because, I mean, it was the offense was just terrible. Really, outside of, you know, one inning on the Saturday night game, game two, they scored four runs in the inning. The offense was completely inept all weekend and kind of, again, makes uh, Easter and those celebrating Passover kind of miserable. And, and kind of the New York Knicks used to do this back in the 90s. They would just always blow a big game, it seems like, on Easter and just make the holiday miserable. And so I guess the Yankees are picking up the slack for that one since the Knicks are just completely out of it and uh, just gone in terms of the New York sports screen uh, scene. Uh, but, this, yeah, this was a terrible weekend. I mean, they go down to Camden Yards. Uh, Baltimore Orioles were 1-5 again. And the Yankees is going out there, and you figure it'll be an opportunity for the Yankees to finally bust loose, you know, take, you know, really, they should go down there and swept them, but it wasn't the case. And can't blame the pitching. The pitching was actually quite outstanding. Uh, no one really, you know, on the pitching side of it really should be blamed. It's just the offense, uh, just, you know, laying complete eggs. I mean, I mean game one, uh, you know, they, they get a double by Stanton, and that's the only run they get for the game. And the game ends up going to the 11th inning where, you know, Chapman walks in the winning run. Now people are going to, you know, blame Chapman for that one, but it really wasn't his fault. I mean, he's into a bases-loaded situation. He comes up against Mullins, and that's why Boone brought him in. I think lifetime Mullins was 0-3 against him with three strikeouts, and Chapman delivers. He strikes the guy out. And then, unfortunately, the next batter, 3-2 uh, and two on, on Urias. And, unfortunately, uh, Chapman throws, like, a high-breaking ball, borderline pitch. I thought it was actually an outside, but, you know, of course, Boone's going to say it was a strike. And, of course, he goes nuts, starts running after the umpire, and actually – threw a kick near the door as the umpire exited uh, off the field. And I don't know, we'll see if Boone might get a, a fine for that or something, or maybe a one-game suspension, and he went a little out of there. But, again, I can't blame Chapman in that situation. It was a close pitch, and, you know, you got to blame the offense. I mean, 11 innings, and you just muster up one run against the Baltimore Orioles. I mean, there's no excuse for that. Okay, they come back game two, bounce back a little bit, and have a little bit of an outburst. Um, you know, they were behind 2 nothing, but they put up, put up a fourth spot. And eventually win the game 5-2. And again, Donaldson finally gets his first home run. Just kind of get that off the schneid. And hopefully he could get, get going with the bat a little bit because he's kind of been a little lagging there. Uh, but I think it'll be fine. But in game three, it was a real heartbreaker because Nessa Cortez pitched an absolute gem. Five innings, no runs, and 12 strikeouts, including one of the immaculate innings, as they say, in the fourth inning, getting getting three strikeouts uh, on nine pitches. Again, I think I've had a couple out recently. I think last season uh, – Possibly, it seemed for Michael King might have had one as well. So it seemed like the Yankees are getting those lately. But a brilliant performance by Nesta Cortez. I meant 12 strikeouts in five innings. I mean, and again, his stuff, you know how it is. He barely touches 90, really. It's just, you know, herky-jerky motion, a little off-speed, a little craftiness just to show you don't need to throw triple digits to be successful. And But again, the Yankee offense gave you absolutely nothing. And it's a 0-0 game up into the eighth inning. Uh, Loaizga, who uh, had, you know, uh, was battling there, had two outs, almost got out of the inning, but eventually walked bases loaded. And you have to credit Robson Torinos a little bit. I mean, he put out like a, a 11 pitch at bat uh, on uh, on Loisega, fouling with pitch after pitch after pitch after pitch. So, yeah, I mean, he did a good job there. So, you know, and I guess, you know, uh, you know, just uh, Loisega couldn't put him away. So now you have bases loaded. And now old friend Runet Odor comes up in the former Yankee. The Yankees had him last season. And, of course, now he's with Baltimore. He grows his beard back. He has his beard back. Now when he's with the Yankees, he was barely like a 210 hitter. But, of course, um, he's a one-on-one count. Uh, Loise goes, throws a fastball in, in there, and then uh, Odor smokes it up the middle, brings in two runs. Then the Orioles chip away another two runs, and then finally put up uh, five runs in the inning, and the Yankees end up 
losing the game 5 nothing in this miserable fashion. Again, nothing from the offense, about, about four hits. And Glebo Torres, I mean, he had a miserable weekend. He went like 0 for 10 for the whole weekend. Now, in the Saturday night game, he did flash a leather, made a great play at second base, whoop de doo But with the bat, he was just absolutely terrible uh, this whole weekend. So now the Yankees have to go limp into Detroit uh, on Tuesday. So they get off Monday to kind of lick their wounds a little bit, get the head together. And then Cole makes his third start of the season uh, in Detroit on Tuesday. And let's see if he could finally put a good, clean performance like we saw with Severino uh, a couple of nights ago. But really disappointed a week a weekend for the Yankees. And I know a lot of fans say, oh, it's last year all over again, last year all over again, with no offense, no offense. Well, you know, uh, I'm not going to go there just yet. Against it is a weekend, and you got to to the Baltimore Orioles. I mean, they're one of five. I mean, I know they're not a great team, but they're all professional baseball players on the team. And when your back's up against the wall, and yeah, you, know, you know your pitches are going to step up a little bit, and uh, you know maybe the Yankees are a little uh, too high in the hog coming down there. It's the guy we'll just walk into this place and win. But uh, you got to remember too, the Orioles were kind of pressed against the wall, and they're a major league team. and They're going to react, so uh, kind of puts the Yankees back at 500. They actually. Started game three uh, in first place, uh, crazy enough. You know, I mean, at this point, you don't even look at the standings. But, you know, just with all the you know negatives, that, you know, some of the negatives that we, the Yankees did have, they were technically a first-place team going into this game. But now probably Toronto's going to leapfrog them as this game's actually going underway as I'm speaking. But, uh, again, don't look at the standings right now. You really don't look at the standings almost until, like, June uh, at this point. But, uh, again, terrible weekend for the Yankees. Uh, terrible weekend for Glebar Torres. Uh, and the only thing we could be happy about is this Nesta Cortez so far off to a great start of the season, and hopefully he can just keep building towards that. So we've seen overall the Yankee starters have been good. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Tyone was good sa- uh, Saturday night. Uh, Montgomery was good enough um, Friday night. So, I mean, those are, you got three three started pitch, starting pitches putting in winning-type performances. Uh, just Tyone just couldn't give him the length, so he couldn't get the win. But, you know, overall it was a decent start for him. So, I guess the only thing you'd be happy about is, at this point is that starting rotation is uh, pretty good right now. You know, and there's some question marks about again, Cortez. Can he do this again? Well, he's doing it. So uh, really, it's funny enough. The only p- p- starting pitch you're kind of worried about is a little bit is Cole, uh, ironically. And if that's your case, I think you'd be okay because I think you'd be fine. And overall, the bullpen's okay, even though now got these little issues. You know, uh, I don't think Loazgo was really an issue. It says his pitch count was getting up there, uh, up into the high 20s. Again, and, and Chirino's put a 10 pitch at bat on him, fouling off pitch after pitch after pitch. And I just think Loise got just tired out a little bit. So, unfortunately, we're able to work him. So, uh, again, looking to Detroit. And so we'll take it from there. And then hopefully finally get a, a good uh, start out of Cole. So, uh, then, Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. If you're not already subscribed, subscribe to it. And, of course, again, uh, go on YouTube as well, Section 40, Section uh, 420, Talking Yankees. Uh, catch me in as well, some video version of me and some of these podcasts as well. And you can go back to some previous episodes if you want to see some old interviews and stuff like that with people like Ron Bloomberg uh, and umpire Dale Scott. So check that out, and we'll catch you next time. Happy Easter.